Hey freaks, Tim back here to introduce a best of show. Everything's okay, I'm not dying. Now that that's out of the way, fear not, I will be making up for this show later in the week, so you'll still get the court-ordered five episodes of Distorted View daily that you're entitled to. Yeah, you didn't know that? The Supreme Court ruled. By law, I have to produce five episodes of Distorted View Daily. And three of those episodes have to contain audio of Asian girls taking big, fat, messy shits. It's not something I want to play for you, but the highest court in the land says I've got to. America. As for the best of show I'm going to play for you today, well, it recently was the 12th anniversary of a very momentous occasion. That time I told you about my Stanley Spornak sex dream. You didn't have that marked on your calendar? Call yourself a fan of this podcast. You know, I was just playing a voicemail the other day of someone who said, uh, wow, I was listening to old episodes of the show from like 2012, and you sound so much different. I believe his words were so much gayer. So this episode's from 2010. You tell me, did I sound that much different? Enjoy this best of show. Oh, and if you get a chance, check out distortedview.com where I uploaded about a hundred pieces of artwork from Level 80 Cat Lady and put it into a gallery so you can check out some of the amazing stuff she did for me, the show, fellow listeners of the podcast and her friends. And thank you so much to Ziggo for uh, sending me just uh, a ton of her artwork uh, that I was able to uh, upload onto the site. So thanks, Ziggo. Check out the Level 80 Cat Lady gallery. But uh, first, take a listen to this old ass episode of DV. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Great Moments in Creepy Sexual Meditations. I'm from Vagina. Vagina is where I was born. Vagina was where I witnessed the first moment of life. Then I was taken away from vagina for 17 years until I met my wife, whereupon I happily returned to vagina. After nearly two decades of dependency and complacency, I had lost my vagina again. I was homesick. I wanted my goddamn vagina back. According to my highly personalized understanding of demographics, everyone is from the same province. Vagina! It's Friday, February 12, 2010. Coming up on the program today, ball popping, ball popping, ball popping, ball popping. Plus, are your breasts too sore to feed your baby? Let Clorox help. And elderly nude photo shoot. All of this plus your emails today on the Distorted View Show. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. 
Yes, Tim Henson with you. This right here is Distorted View Daily. I hope you know that. We're ending the week with the Big Friday podcast. Uh, yesterday on the show, I started things off with this. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And I asked you guys what the hell that noise was. I remember playing a clip of that at some point years ago, and uh, all day yesterday it was stuck in my head. All right, all right, all right, all right. I thought it may be a midget getting fucked. I wasn't too far off the mark. DV Freak Katie emailed me. She says, hey, Tim, I'm pretty sure that sound clip you mentioned on today's podcast was a drunk Vern Troyer from that one season of The Surreal Life television at its finest right there. Love the show, and I hope the move is going well. Uh, and so I looked up this Vern Troyer clip, and sure enough... That's a drunk Vern Troyer. Mini-me from uh, the Austin Power movies, if you don't uh, recognize the name there. Moving on, uh, if you're wondering what the hell today's album artwork is, uh, that would be Stanley Spornak from The Golden Girls. Now, I had a sex dream about him last night, and it's concerning me. What's even more frightening is, you know, I could sort of at least explain it if I had been watching The Golden Girls before I went to sleep. I haven't seen an episode of that fucking show in like six or seven months. Of all the people on television I could have sex with in my dreams, I chose Stanley Spornak, an old, hairy, stinky-looking man. As a matter of fact, in my dream, uh, I'm having sex with him. And the thing is, I wanted to. I remember looking at Stanley Spornak. I don't know the actor's real name. I know he's dead now. Uh, but anyways, I remember looking at him, and in my dream, he was shirtless, right? <laughs> A little sweat glistening uh, in the hair around his nipples. Uh, and I remember thinking, oh, well, I want to have sex with him. Uh, and then sure enough, one thing leads to another. I don't remember why I was talking to Stanley. I don't. Re- I don't. I don't know the circumstances. All I know was uh, he was in front of me with a shirt off, and I said, "I need that. I need it in my shit box." Uh, all right. So I'm having sex with Stanley. I could have had sex with any of the other Golden Girls. It would be less traumatizing than fucking uh, this guy. Anyways. Uh, I'm having sex with him, and thank God this dream did not last long. I think I scared myself awake. But the grossest thing happened. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, working working over his body with my tongue, right? His body is my wonderland. And uh, he, he tells me, I, w- I want you to lick my pits, right? He, first of all, I have to tell you, I think armpits are fucking disgusting. I don't want to lick anyone's armpit. I don't want to lick anyone's feet. Nothing like that. And, you know, for the record, no, I don't think Stanley Spornak is attractive at all. Right? That's not my cup of tea. So I have no idea why I had uh, this dream. The only thing that I can think of is I saw that Betty White Super Bowl commercial. Right? The Snickers ad. And maybe I, I made that connection. You know, she was on the Golden Girls. 
which led to me thinking about this uh, bald motherfucker. Anyways, uh, so he, he tells me in the dream that, that he wants me to lick his pit, right? And I remember going, and I, of course I do it because uh, I'm apparently Stanley Spornak's bitch. And uh, so I'm down in the crevice of his armpit, right? Really licking it. And I can just remember, I can almost still smell it. Like it was fucking putrid. And I was gagging. I was literally gagging. And he and he just kept telling me it's okay, just keep going, <laughs> right? He really likes his armpits licked, and I in my dr- I know I whatever something must have smelled foul in my bedroom last night because when I woke up, I, I was jarred awake and I was still gagging. <laughs> I was covered in uh, sweat. I was crying. <laughs> no, not really, but I was gagging. This was really traumatic for me for some reason. Why would I have sex dreams about Stanley Spornak? Have you guys ever had weird sex dreams like that? Please make me feel better about my situation. Email me or voicemail in. Pretty upset over the whole thing, actually. Uh, wouldn't you be? Uh, moving on, Matt emailed me a juicy cum fart. He says, I tried sending this a while back, but I never heard it. Maybe you think it's too juicy. A cum fart too juicy for DV? There's no such thing. Uh, let's take a listen here. Oh, you're such a slut. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to come in your pussy. Oh, yeah, come in yeah. your pussy. Sure, I love porn stars that uh, tell you exactly what they're doing. Oh, you're such a slut. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to come in your pussy. Oh, yeah, come in yeah. your pussy. Now we know what he's doing. What? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Come in your pussy, baby. What? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Oh, yeah, show it to me, baby. It's like a babbling brook. Actually, the sound is kind of soothing. You know those CDs of, uh, you know, rainstorms or the beach, and uh, people use them to sleep? I would like to uh, have a sleep machine that just just played relaxing comfort audio. I could do without the guy moaning in the background. Ah, I could sleep right now. Although, if I fell asleep to Comfort Audio, I think there's a greater chance that Stanley Spornak uh, would reappear in my dreams. I'm afraid that, you know, while I'm flipping through the channels, an old episode of The Golden Girls is going to pop up, and I'm going to pop a boner. By the way, is it normal that all of my dreams start out like this? It's made of course it's made of Oh my god! Why is B. Arthur naked on a stallion? Oh god! My dreams really are frightening. You do not want to be inside this head. Alright, moving on now. Uh, yesterday we played clips of Alexis K. Ah, it's me, Stan. Oh my god! No! I do not need that mental image terrorizing me. That disgusting, fat, hairy old body with those sagging man tits and the bald head that reflects the sunlight. Oh, God, stick it in my ass. All right, enough. 
I've got a clip here of a, a girl who goes in for a little pussy surgery. She's very unhappy with her lips. They don't look right. 21-year-old Rosie is so unhappy about the way her vagina looks that she's booked in for surgery. It's my chance to ask her why. I mean, surgery does seem pretty extreme. You haven't seen her cunt. It might seem extreme. Could be dragging those things uh, across the floor or something. Low hangers. It might seem extreme to other people, but I don't think of it as like, you know, dangerous, anything like that, because I wanted it so much. I don't know, but like, I've been picked on about it before. Like, mm. Who's picked on it? Who's picked my, on it? My sister, my, and then like, um, she's told like guys that I've had a relationship with and then they've dumped me like the next day and <laughs> she's got a messy cunt boy stay away stuff Your like that has. but as a joke as a joke but that's not very funny really is it well, I don't know it's just funny when I was younger like she used to pick on me and just be like oh like Rosie's got a I hate saying it I really hate saying it like she's like Rosie's got a hanging ham and stuff like that hanging ham <laughs> it ended up that I'd be out on a night out and I'd be stood there with all my mates like 11 guys and they'd be ripping me to shreds about it in a club and I'd be like your pussy looks like meat hanging from a butcher shop window fuck <laughs> like what do I say it's too late for me to try and dissuade Rosie from having surgery. Ugh. Sadly, she's made up her mind and is determined Sadly. to have a labia reduction. Her best friend Natalie has come to support her. Even she seems to have considered it more than Rosie. Do you have to have any stitches? Loads. I think so. So don't ask these questions, did you? No. She didn't ask any questions. She's just like, doctor, take a little off the top. Give my labia a crew cut, please. No. Okay. Rosie is having her labiaplasty done privately by Dr. Hen. As opposed to what? Publicly? Rosie's labiaplasty is going to take place during the Fiesta Ball. It's part of the Tostitos halftime event. And now to slice this cunt up, give a warm welcome to the Rolling Stones! All right. Now that is a halftime event. Better than the fucking who. Okay. She'll have local anaesthetic, and shockingly, she'll be awake while she has her labia sliced off. Okay. Now, you actually do see her pussy layups, and uh, they they are a little uh, little long. Okay. Rosie, I want you to relax. Okay. <laughs> Your legs in the air. Me doodling all over your uh, vagina with a magic marker. Right, just cleaning you inside, Rosie. Okay. Right, so it's a little bit uncomfortable. Sorry, darling. Uh, sorry, sorry. That's it. Okay. That's it. Look at those. Right, you can see all that skin is too much. Meaty, meaty. So lips. what we're going to do? We're going to do some marking. <laughs> it looks completely normal to me. Well, then your pussy is messed up too, lady. Right, this is a little bit stingy here. Okay. You can be You're doing very well. Sorry. It's okay. After one minute, you will not feel any pain, okay? Okay. Don't worry. Oh, sharp? Yep. He's trying to snip her uh, labia. Ah! Oh, sharp? Yep. That wasn't going to feel anything. You're not taking drugs, are you? No. I wish. Right now. 
I like how he blames her. She's obviously a drug addict. You're not taking drugs, are you? All right, so the uh, the surgery was a success, although uh, for, a, for a while afterwards, she had a very tender vulva. She's had her labia cut off because she didn't like the way her vulva looked. Right. I'm bleeding quite badly now. A divine vulva. Like... <laughs> She's being looked after by her best friend, Natalie, whose parents are away on holiday. The doctor told Rosie that the next few days would be the most painful. Although so she has that to look forward to. Although the procedure seems simple, it can take up to three months for the vagina to completely recover. Blood is gushing out of her cunt, which, you know, is nothing new for ladies. Oh, I'm bleeding really badly. I always sounds like punching me in the groin. More than that chopped you up in the groin. Oh, okay. Enough. Let's move away from hacked up pussies for a minute. Uh, before we get into the news, DV listener and friend of the program, Lazy Boy is back. Uh, he has emailed me a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. Uh, he says, by the way, uh, I'm out of the army now. So that is great news. Congratulations. I was worried about him when he told me he was uh, entering the uh, Israeli army, but apparently uh, he was fine. And uh, now he's back. He can get back to doing uh, what he does best. Those flash animations. It's great stuff. Uh, all right, so here is the Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee from Lazy Boy. This is some dude doing a cover of a Neutral Milk Hotel song. I'm about to uh, play In the Aeroplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel. All right. Enjoy. What a beautiful day I found in this place <laughs> in the aeroplane over the sea. It was something about I'll be laughing out loud and you'll be saying something to Poor me. son of a bitch is toned down. Something sweet. Holy mother let of shit. Let me licorice. Let me What a beautiful day I found in this place in the aeroplane over the sun. Isn't it something about and you'll be saying something about me. Something sweet. Oh, God. <laughs> Someone needs to put him through the uh, auto-tuner. me licorice. Let me. Oh. oh. Stop. Stop doing that. <laughs> oh, he's. this is the guitar solo. Oh. All right, enough. Let's just get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, and fucked up news right now. Yes, this weekend, just for Sideshow Freaks, I got a video cast for you. A bonus episode of DV, and Corey will be back with Butt Fudge Sunday. So a lot of uh, great content being posted. Why not sign up right now? It's only $5 a month or $50 a year. Superfreaksideshow.com. It is DB's member site. Helps support the program. Uh, it really does mean a lot. And, you know, it is Friday. For the price of, uh, you know, a cup of coffee at Starbucks, you could uh, be enjoying all sorts of great content. Or you could sign up for a yearly membership. Uh, that's $50 a year, but it's like getting two months free. Yeah. Superfreaksideshow.com. All right. Three quick stories, and then we'll get the hell out of here. First up, this one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Yes, 
Police, a Florida Keys man is accused of grabbing another man by his testicles and injuring him during a fight at a Super Bowl party. Why Lee, 27, faces aggravated battery charges in connection with the early Monday morning incident. The other man, Vin Pham, 42, of Key West, faces battery charges for dislocating Lee's jaw. I'm sorry, he still loses the fight. Ball popping will always trump any other injury. Except maybe, you know, cutting a penis completely off. Uh, What exactly went down? Well, Lee said he was trying to get people to leave his house because it was late and he wanted the party to be over with. According to authorities, Pham said he was playing cards when Lee told him to leave and he got angry. I can understand if they were all playing poker or something and they were in the middle of a hand. But it sounds like he was by himself, like, playing solitaire. Kind of sounds like the saddest Super Bowl party ever. That's when the uh, the two men started arguing. At one point, Lee attacked Pham with a beer bottle, cutting his face. Pham then punched Lee, dislocating his jaw. Pham reportedly put Lee in a chokehold. Who gets in a fight? Like, if you're over someone's house and they're like, Oh, oh it's getting late. I gotta get to work in the morning. Who... who can't take that hint. No, you will stay awake until I finish with my Minesweeper game. When I win, that's when you may slumber. Dude's like a hostage in his own home. Uh, Alright, yes, at one point Lee attacked Fam with a beer bottle, cutting his face. Fam then punched Lee, dislocating his jaw. Then Fam reportedly put Lee in a chokehold. Lee, in turn, grabbed Fam's testicles, puncturing them with his fingers. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. I think ball popping is more accurate. Lee refused medical treatment, but Pham, uh, the one whose balls were tapped or popped, uh, was taken to the Lower Keys Medical Center where he received a total of 52 stitches for his injuries. So there you go. That's what's happening in Florida. Basically just more of the same stupidity. Second story we have for you today A London woman has been charged with murdering her 12-year-old autistic son. So is it really murder then? Uh, By pouring bleach down his throat. I don't understand why the baby's being so fussy. Choke down your bleach bottle. Come on. All right. uh, Back to the story here. Catchy little tune. Mom has got the magic. The 44-year-old woman who has not been named will appear at Barking Magistrate's Court on Friday morning. She was arrested after the youngster was found with fatal injuries at the family home in Barking, East London, on Tuesday evening. So now we got a dead baby and a story from Florida all in one day. Gonna have to update that counter over there at distortedview.com. Uh, the victim's brother, age 11, was rescued from the property unharmed and has been placed in the care of social services. Barking and Dagingham Council said police, health workers, and other local authorities had had contact with the family in recent years. A serious case review has been launched to identify if anything could have been done to avert the tragedy. Having the baby not drink bleach uh, is probably at the top of that list. Just taking a stab in the dark there. Emergency services rushed to the two-bedroom former council house on Tuesday at about 10.30 p.m. It's believed the woman forced her son to drink bleach and then consumed the corrosive liquid herself before dialing 999, which is the equivalent to 911 here in the States. 
The boy was taken to the hospital by ambulance but died a short time later. A post-mortem examination revealed he died from ingestion of caustic liquid. On the plus side, his organs have never looked brighter or whiter. Neighbor Steve Woodhead, 59, nice name, said he and his wife Pauline, 47, had informed social services and police of their concerns for the two boys. He told London's Evening Standard, quote, social services have failed that family. How they could leave those kids in her care is completely beyond me. She kept them in the house most of the time. That's because if the boys went outside, they'd get dirty and stained, and she can't have that. I can't have dirty boys. You guys are never clean enough. Dirty, dirty, dirty. She's fucking crazy. Gotta scrub you clean. Gotta get your insides clean. Drink this bleach. (sighs) Sounds like she's just uh, a little uh, obsessive compulsive, you know. All right, detectives from the Metropolitan Police Child Abuse Major Investigation Team. Holy fuck, is that a mouthful? Are waiting for the results of further forensic tests. Really? Why? There's bleach in the boy's system. One detective said the case was a desperately sad story, as opposed to an uplifting, feel-good romantic comedy that he normally deals with on the squad. What the fuck kind of comment is that? Of course it's sad. Baby drank bleach. (laughs) It's sad to most people, not us. We're monsters. All right, uh, so the detective said it was a desperately sad story. A Metropolitan Police spokesman said a 44-year-old woman appears at Barking Magistrate's Court on Friday, February 12th, charged with the murder of a 12-year-old boy. Oh, I thought it was a baby. Barking and Dagingham Council said this is a tragic incident. I guess we can't really uh, click the the dead baby counter. Unfortunately, a 12-year-old is not a baby. Damn it. Our thoughts, we'll get them next time, guys, don't worry. Uh, our thoughts are with the family. A number of agencies have had involvement with them over several years, including the police, blah, 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 blah. Police inquiry is also currently underway. Final story we have for you today comes from Washington. It seems like we've been reading a lot of stories from that state recently. Washington is the new Florida. A Bremerton nursing home is under investigation. Uh Uh-oh. After the staff was caught allegedly taking nude photos of some of the patients. Why would you do that? A nurse and two nursing aides have already been fired. Susan Dreyfus, secretary of the Department of Social and Health Services, say they are now investigating three nursing home staff members. Um, They were fired after allegedly taking inappropriate photos of patients on their cell phones and sharing them as entertainment. Oh, okay, it was done as a joke. I understand that. That's something we can all get behind. It just can't be tolerated, said Dreyfus. If this was my parent or your parent, we would be incensed by this. According to the police, I wonder if they had them pose. Mrs. Chesterfield, I'm going to go ahead and change your panties now. If you could just do me a favor and stick your finger in your mouth just a little bit. Just on the side there. Give me a sassy little wink now. That's it. Can you pull your nightgown down in the front just a little bit? Just, yeah. Let that breast pop up over the top there. Mmm. Flapjack titties. All deflated looking. Mmm. According to the police report, one photo was of a resident nude in their room. That particular photo was of the patient bent over naked with their ass exposed. Bremerton, I think the old people knew what they were doing. Are you going to put this on Craigslist? If so, please mention no fatties. 
Okay, thanks. All right. Uh, some of the patient's family members heard about the allegations and came to see what was going on. Jeff Shelley says he was appalled. It's very inappropriate behavior for a staff member to be doing that. Uh, the police report said the victimized patients were not aware of the photos. Some had severe dementia and would not understand what had occurred. According to the report, one woman who was self-conscious of her weight would be emotionally crushed if she knew about them. I hate the way my pubic puff looks under that lighting. Oh, why won't God just kill me? Uh, yes. We would take all appropriate enforcement actions, including the revocation of license if it goes that far, said Dreyfus. The case has been handed over to the prosecutor's office to decide whether to press charges. So there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, guys, speak to me, please. Hello, Timothy Cubic Laser Wolf Henson. It is civil distressed. And I am very sorry. I, I should have gotten to the point when I was talking about the KKK. But basically what I really wanted to tell you was the third and final thing, which you cut off. Of course. I don't blame you. But basically it was that the guy who used to write the old stories for the Superman radio show, he actually infiltrated the KKK. And then he wrote a story called Superman versus the KKK. Huh. Yes, and it was basically just revealing all of the little mysteries that people had about the KKK. And eventually, people in the KKK just left because it was too embarrassing because they have such stupid things going on in there. Like what? Like, if you go onto their website, they'll have KKK Kids Corner. And it's some pretty fucked up shit there, but what else do you expect from the South? Was it like uh, coloring books and stuff? Like you could print out, uh, you know, a lynching and kids can color it in. That's cute. Hey, Tim. It's a pass out long-legged Puerto Rican. Um, I'm calling you today because I introduced one of my friends and colleagues to your show Uh-oh. during Successive Wednesday. And she literally had to put down her and walk away. Really? It was I didn't think uh, this past Wednesday's Sextastic Tuesday was that uh, gross. It was just, a, just poorly written, I guess. Here. Tim Bader here. Ty Joe Free from Houston. Like most of your listeners. <laughs> Who's that? Tim Bader here. Ty Joe Free from Houston. Like most of your listeners, I thought it was pronounced Putin or Putin as well. And, um, well... From now on, I'm going to start pronouncing it Putin. Putin. Yes. And I'm not going to tone it that's down. That's the... Thank you. Do not tone it down. Uh, yes, that's the French-Canadian way to say it, according to me. <laughs> Timothy, oh, God, Henson, this is Nova, your furry listener. Oh, and I would one just, of many furry listeners. How many fucking furry listeners do I have? I'd just like to tell you, I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. And because of you, I've found more furry porn to jack off to. Yeah. Thank you so much. What was the name of that website? YifTube or something? I, I just can't get over how wonderful... You're the best part of my life. Hmm, that's sad. I would be nothing without you. Well, I hope you're a Sideshow member then. Timmy! Long-time Sideshow freak Jim S. calling in. Hi, um, Jim S. I was just listening to the voicemail show, and it was pretty funny because one of the um, one of the listeners was like, well, uh, you came out in, in high school. And I remember you mentioning that, that you and Joey came out of the closet together in high school. But the thing is, 
You've never been consistent about your impression that you leave. Like one day you're like, yes, I'm a, I'm a flaming tag or whatever. And then the next week you're just like, yeah, I love woman pussy dripping and whatever. What? But you've always been so fucking ambiguous that it's always been a question in the back of my mind. It's so stupid. And I've been listening since the fucking tell me days. So, just to be fair, you've been a little ambiguous, man. But, uh, There's a well, difference between a joke, making a joke about. Oh my god, I, I can't, I can't. I mean, what? What do you want me to? I have the stupidest listeners. I, I really do. What do you want? Do you want me to open every episode of the show saying, "Hi, my name is Tim Henson. I'm six two, two hundred pounds. I'm a big cock smoking faggot." Now that we got that out of the way, let's start the program. What up, bitch? It's fucking cold up in this motherfucker. I could use a fucking blowjob, Timmy. You should come down here and help me out, man. Damn, man. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, man, I live in I like pussy. Florida. Pussy only. At Bellevue Middle pussy School. Pussy and tits only. I look only. like a small terrorist. This number, you can call back anytime you want. In fact... Uh, oh, right. Now, right. Let's move on. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> yes. He's listening to my show while calling in and not talking. Right. Wait. Right. All you need is a pair of pantyhose and clothes. Uh, oh, he's okay. He, he's playing the audio really low, but I was talking about how I didn't have my pop, uh, my filter. Uh, but I, I have, I had one. It was just packed away in a box, and now I have it. Obviously. Pa 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 pa. P p p p p p p. Hello, Mike. Tell me, baby. This is Charles Mars of Corner. First one, now, oh you're okay. door. All right, move on here. Shalom, Tim. Shalom. Um, I know it's a little bit late, Jacob. but I just wanted to call in and wish you happy Black History Month. Yes. Thank, thank you for that. Hello, Tim. I wonder how Niggermania in Chimpin' Out or Chimpout.com is celebrating the month. Hello, Tim. This is And... I'm kind of curious uh, and a little surprised at your reaction to the U-Tards, uh, them finding out that you're making fun of them. Uh, I, I would imagine you would like the, the conflict that it would bring, kind of like another, you know, corn swallowed tobacco. Yeah, uh, well, I, I do. Part of me does. But I'm surprised that you got offended by that. I, I mean, I understand they're total attention whores, and uh, you don't want to feed that. Exactly. That's the big reason why, because then they, uh, you know... They're, Turn into a fucking Jason. But you can always ignore them. Kind no, of, I uh, can't. Kind of I must always engage. Uh, <laughs> engage in battle. Going on there, I think. Well, anyways, to you, love the show. All right, thank you very much, everyone, for all the voicemails. Keep them coming. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line 48206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, he's in Oh, God. Hi, it's me, Stan. No! Ow! It's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Uh, yes, yeah, spread the distortion. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Subscribe via iTunes, rate us, leave us a review, all that sort of good stuff. Guys, thank you so much for a great, uh, albeit short week of shows. If you're Sideshow Freaks, I've got more for you. And then we will see you back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye, everybody.
possibility of frequent bowel movements, oily spotting, sometimes no warning. Scribe.net.